We are Nopal Queens, two chingonas serving up real conversations about mental health in our Latinx community and beyond. Welcome to a new season of Nopal Queens. We've got a new look, but the same queens. So I'm here with La Luna, and this is La Sirena, and we're here to serve up some real conversations about mental health. So, La Luna, what do we have in store for today? Hey, y'all. So, one, um, we are hella excited to be back recording yes. live in person. So that's really exciting. Um and this episode is more going to be of a chit chat for you all just to kind of like let you know what's going on. Where, where are we headed? What are our visions for Nopal Queens? Um, and like what? Why do we have this? Yeah. Podcast? Why do we have this podcast? So, yeah, we just we want to have a conversation with you all and kind of fill you in. So we're going to get into it. Well, I first wanted to say that we are turning three. Yeah. Summer. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, three years that we've held in there. And it's like, no way. We never thought this was, this started off as a conversation in a parking lot. And Mm -hmm. three years later, here we are. That's right. So La Luna and I, this is La Sirena, we're therapists. Yes. So we've um, sat with a lot of folks and we have a lot of conversations about mental health. But we realize that it's a privilege We've had a lot of education, formal education. We have our master's in this, and we are able to have these conversations. But honestly, La Luna, how many times were you sitting in school learning about all of this and thinking, this is the first time I've ever heard about this, like mental health, like symptoms, warning signs, diagnoses, all that was so new to me. Yeah. It was almost like you had to have access to education to have access to learn about your own wellness. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like... uh at least for me, my whole education was complete ass garbage because one, we weren't represented in history books. So we learned this white ass colonized history. So one, mental health wasn't even in there. And two, our own histories weren't represented in there because it was told from a white perspective. And so even in mental health, you're learning all these diagnoses and all this stuff that doesn't fit, again, your community because it's all cishet white men with a history of white supremacy and racism so it's like yeah there's a lot of undoing as you get older to realize like this shit doesn't fit like my education yes i got it and now i have to dismantle a lot of it because i'm figuring out that a lot of it was trash right and we're sitting in very unique places where we're getting education so then it made me think what about people who work in other areas of life and other industries that don't touch on mental health so they don't get to have access to this information yeah. and I think that's what drives me to be sitting here is just to to unpack this for anyone you don't need to be a mental health professional in fact we prefer you have something not in the mental health profession when you're sitting in our circle because how else you know like where else are we going to open up these conversations yeah. so, and this is not just for people who know mental health it's for people if for anyone and we're all humans so we all have mental health and I feel like this platform is is really to give people a voice, people who haven't been centered in therapy, people who haven't been centered in the just in wellness, right, in the wellness community. So yeah. I think we're here to center those voices. We want to bring new perspectives, uh, new and different perspectives, too. And I think um, in our Latinx community, part of oppression is to keep each oppressed group from 
empowering each other, right? So there's a lot of things we don't even know about other cultural groups. And we haven't even been taught how to value other people and their wellness. So not only are we going to talk about things that impact the Latinx community, but also beyond. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're all comunidad. Exactly. And with intersections, all of us benefit from the wellness conversations that we're about to have. Yes, it's going to be super exciting. And also, like, we're still the queens. We're still queens. So we're going to be dramatic. We're going to come in with the you know, the laughs and the cries in Spanish and the drama because Mm -hmm. it's also like who we are. So we're going to keep being fun and bringing up real conversations, but just also staying true to who we are in our natural, like me and my natural habitat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we are the Queens though, because we took control of this part of our lives. And I think about my wellness and my mental health as something that is very cherished, right? It's like, I've got this wonderful soul and this body that I live in, and um, why would I let white-centered narratives ruin me and what I think about myself, right? So I am a queen in my own way, and I don't prescribe to any labels, and that's what makes me a queen. And I think about all of our listeners being our royalty too, right? Y'all are royalty too. If you can take control of your mental health, and if you can do the work to to start to see the narratives that are making us, you know, have judgments on ourselves, like we have so many boxes, especially women of color. Like mm-hmm. for me as a woman of color, I have so many messages being thrown at me, right? About my weight, about my intelligence, how I speak, how if I should not ruffle feathers or if I should speak up for myself and just so many messages that it's really easy to get lost in it. And then at the end of the day you know, you can feel like shit sometimes, right? With all, it's almost like there's this perfect version of us out there that we're failing at. And I'm like, no, today is the version of me that I have. And today I'm a queen. Um, There's not a a part of me that I'm waiting to, to achieve. I am me today. Tomorrow I'll be better. I grew a lot from last year. So I feel like at any moment we are queens and we are owning our own narratives. Yeah. Super, super powerful. And we're excited to just bring a lot more voices onto this platform and just getting to, I don't know, try something different, try something new. Mm-hmm. And so we do hope that you all enjoy this new path that we're taking and these conversations that we're going to be serving up. Um, we're really excited about them and we know they're going to be pretty good. Yes. So where have you seen mental health? like interwoven into places that are normally not spaces you would think bringing up mental health. Hmm. I feel like that one's kind of hard for me because I, I see mental health everywhere. Right. And so, but I think in a lot of job industry, like in a lot of jobs and in different areas, it's, it's not valued. It's not Mm -hmm. valued in a lot of places. Um, And I think that that's just capitalism. So I feel like mental health isn't valued in like if you have a warehouse job or if you have an office job or if you have a grocery job and no, it doesn't matter what job you have. Those people that you work for don't value mental health and those narratives don't really happen in those spaces. They're not talking about your wellness. They're not really caring. Um, It's frowned upon to take sick days, even if you need it just for mental health day. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's a lot of places. I think in, in a lot of different industries, mental health is not a priority. Yep. I actually read this article this week and it was about um, people who are early risers versus people who wake up later and people who wake up later tended to experience depression and anxiety at higher rates 
and people who were early risers were not as prone to anxiety and depression. But the research was indicating that it might be because as a society, we are so boxed into this nine to five that early risers were able to, um, to assimilate to the norms. But late risers really struggle with those early mornings. And so they are their biological natural clocks are misaligned with these capitalism clocks. And so those late risers tend to have a little bit more anxiety and depression. And I thought, yeah, that's so true. We have these boxes that we're all fitting into. And the worst one is our nine to five work culture. Right. And I just meet a lot of people who they and as a therapist and also just as a person in the community, I've met so many people where I'm like, you have so many amazing gifts. But yeah, you're not a nine to fiver. Right. And, yeah. and you can't do structure. Um, and so what are we doing right to our society with all these boxes, labels, even like I said, the nine to five work culture, like what you were saying, La Luna, when people take time off and it's frowned upon, like there's just all these little ways where our mental health is you know, not validated. So yes, we're here to shed light on those conversations. We're here to get real about it. You know, this is a podcast where we're going to share a lot of things. And like La Luna said, we are going to be queens about it. So <laughs> we're going to have our thoughts as well. Um, and we also like to hear from you all. There's going to be a lot of great opportunities to um, interact with us on Instagram. And we're going to put out a lot of different content this coming year. We just love to hear from our listeners about their experiences with mental health too. Yes, yes. We have a lot of sueñitos and we just can't wait to bring them all to life for you all. I mean, we're really excited to and very honored that we still get to have this platform and that we have so many people out there that care to tune in and to hear what we have to say. And, and that's a really dope ass feeling. So I'm excited to continue the little Nopal Queen's legacy that we've built and and just see where we go. Like, what are, what are we going to be up to? And that's exciting to think about. So what do you think um, are your like first memories of learning about mental health? And then how does that influence you for, you know, where you are today? That's a whole ass journal entry. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't think I thought about mental health until my adult life, until grad school, when I was actually studying it in mm. grad school and studying to be a therapist. And I, that's when I started to learn about mental health and I started to learn, um, depression and anxiety and all of the ways that all of these things showed up in my life and in my family's life. But those are not things that I noticed really growing up too much. And I didn't pay too much attention to them in high school. Um, but I do remember one time in high school, in such a creepy, vivid memory. But um, I was like sitting in a, in a this old car that we used to call the Ramfla. <laughs> and it was the Dodge Ram, but I don't know why we called it that. And I was sitting in the car and I was crying and my dad was sitting in there with me. And I was like, why am I always sad? Mm. And my dad didn't know. And I don't even remember what their answer was. And they just didn't know what to say. And that was it. And we never talked about it again. And so looking back in my adult life as someone who does struggle with depression and does experience anxiety, I'm like, Oh shit. It was always there. But also mm -hmm. I am a, like my earliest experience was as a, as, um, in high school, as the oldest, I didn't have time to give a shit about my mental health because I was too busy figuring out everybody else and my siblings and taking care of them and stuff. So I never, I really, I internalized and I never paid attention to it. And so 
having to undo all that as an adult and realizing like that shit was always there and now you have a name for it now you have language now you know how to express it now you know emotions you know where it's rooted like that first year of grad school sucked ass I was like so I was scared maybe I'm gonna drop out and not do this anymore but um I don't know I feel like that was like some early indications and then not really fully understanding it or beginning that work until graduate school what about you? Ooh, that's really good. That's deep. Well, for me, I think my first time really formally learning about mental health was in grad school. But once I had the words for things, I then looked back at my life and could explain the reason why I went through some of the things that I went through or some of the emotional responses to things that I that I experienced. Um and then I also, our family had a unique experience in the military. My dad had gone to war a few times. And it also just helped me when I worked with um, an organization that focused on military services and therapy. It, it helped me put pieces together about my relationship with my own father when he came back from war. And, and like, oh, okay, there were some things that I internalized that wasn't even about me at all. Uh, or my brother as well. Um, this was my dad's journey and he didn't have words. We didn't have words. And as a kid, you're just like, you know, kids were all narcissistic. It always is about us for better or for worse. Right. So for the worst, like, Oh no, it must be me. There's something that we're doing. And so we tried our hardest to be the best behaved kids. Um, and I think that to this day I, I struggle with like, um, just trying to, you know, be a people pleaser. Maybe it came out. Um, because you, you're just thinking that your parent is having this reaction because of you. So you're yeah. then ramping up your mm -hmm. Angelito vibes, right? Like, oh my God, at this some point I was doing dishes, baking, mowing the lawn, like, fuck dad. Like, when are you going to, you know, come around? And, and now I look back and I'm like, oh, never. Like, that was just a process yeah. you were going through, but you didn't know how to explain it to us. You didn't probably know how to explain it to yourself. Um, and so a lot of learning, but also I think with education, I've been able to let go and forgive and have grace. Oh, for sure. Right? Like yeah. the minute you can see something in your head and how it clicks, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, peace be with you. I love peace you. Peace and blessings. Peace and <laughs> blessings. That's all your stuff. This whole time it wasn't even me, you know, and, and all that stuff. And my dad and I have a wonderful relationship. It never was us. He yeah. loves us and continues to this day to really try his best to show it in his way. But yeah, those little things like that, I was like, man, as a family, we, we could have really worked through some things early on. Yeah. I understand now that there's a lot more services for military families for sure. But yeah, back, back in the day there wasn't. So we were all left to fend for ourselves. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it was a yeah, it was quite the journey. Um, but it helped me put some pieces together. So I guess my passion is that um, people listening to this podcast, maybe they're looking for the words to describe what they're going through. You know, maybe they're going through circumstances that don't quite make sense. And or validation. Yes. To, or just to just know validation. like, oh shit, this is a common struggle in our community. Yes. And because I think back to like earlier episodes and people like resonating with just common struggle like hey mm -hmm. I'm not the only one or if I'm in college and it's my first time in college and I'm in my dorm and I don't have family or people around me 
and I get to tune into Nopal Queens and feel like, oh, hey, like I, I have like a community or I get to hear some of these narratives and I don't feel alone now in this journey. Mm-hmm. So I, I fucking love that. I love when people share stuff like that. Cause I'm yeah. like, we're, we're all in this together and we're bringing these voices and these conversations to light because they're valid and they're important. And a lot of our families and our communities, yeah, they could have started early on and they could have done some great healing and things like that. But one, not everyone has the resources and two, they don't even have the language or the mm-hmm. background or the knowledge to be like, what is even going on? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like just culturally, mental health still right now is still something that we are all trying to improve in our families. And there's people that are now trying to have conversations and trying to point things out, but we still got work to do. It's There's still a lot of ingrained old school stuff there and so our our communities are still trying to break some of those barriers within their families and their friend groups or just within their community yes absolutely and you know in speaking of family and community you think about all of our our history for a lot of latinos we are coming from other countries too like a lot of us you know, live in America, but we have abuelitos, tias, tios in another country. So we have this added layer of immigration. And if you think about it, our family came over here and they were met with harsh conditions, racism, poverty, all this stuff was going on after such a traumatic journey. No wonder we're left with alcohol and prayers. Mm-hmm. That's all we have to cope with. And so now we're learning, no, that's it. We're breaking the generational cycles. That was how we did it before because that's all we were given. But we are making ourselves known. We're making space. We're making our own seats at the table. Shit, we're making our own tables, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And that's where you're all all invited to our table. That's what we're doing right now is this is the table. We are opening it up and and here you are with us. So um, I really enjoy doing this podcast with our community, but... We are going to find new ways to cope. We're going to find new ways to heal because this whole Latino thing about, you know, all we do is pray it away or we, the, the prevalence of alcohol and drugs in our community, right? And incarceration, like that is all a byproduct of untreated trauma generations, right, ago. And so this is the time when we're turning that around and we are going to give the next generation coping skills and words and ways to, to think. And we're going to validate the fuck out of our youth, right? In mm-hmm. their identities and however they show up because that's the other thing is we've been, we were kind of forced to assimilate because that was what was safe, but we are assimilating into a white culture which is cisgendered, heteronormative, right? And so we're thinking about all the ways Latinidad shows up and all of our queer Latinos, right? And all of our biracial and multiracial Latinos, all of those people are erased. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to start to be the change we want to see, Nepal Queens, and we want to validate, we want to center, we want to affirm those identities because you're just as valid. There's no one right way to be Latinx, as we always say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're here. We're going to start opening up the conversation because we got to change. We got to change this and we got to own our narrative. No one's going to help our yes. community. We have to do it. We have allies, but only we know, you know what our community needs. Um, and so that's what we're here for. And... I don't know, La Luna. I do feel like we've got a lot of good things in store for our listeners. And a lot of our episodes are also going to be inspired by what you all want to hear, too. Yes. And it's just a new a new season. And we're excited at just all the new topics and the possibilities and the potential that we have. And 
really trying to be at the forefront of changing the mental health narratives that we're so used to hearing in our community. So I don't know. I'm excited. Are you excited? Hell yeah. Yes. All right, gente. So you have heard it straight from the Nopal Queens. You now understand a little bit more about our stories, what inspires us, and what brings us to the mic today. Um, and we are going to save a seat for you at the table. There's lots more to come in, in this new season. And we hope you enjoy our new look. Um, and thank you for following Nopal Queens. Again, we are on Instagram at Nopal Queens. We love to hear from our listeners. We would love to hear your feedback about our episode. And stay tuned for more. Bye. Bye.